Hey, I'm Sinclair. And I'm John. We're with Mystical Heart Collective, and this is the Psychedelic Integration Podcast. Today is episode two, and we're going to talk about transforming anger with psychedelics. So anger is a kind of yucky subject. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a powerful emotion that we often try to avoid, um, or it's something that is sort of repressed and it, it doesn't feel good. And it, uh, anger arises when we feel an injustice has occurred. So maybe we feel betrayed, we feel wronged, we feel victimized, abused, like some kind of boundary that we have has been crossed and or disrespected or ignored. And anger is the resulting emotion that is often kind of shameful and taboo or wrong to express. And a lot of us end up holding anger and repressing it and keeping it inside and it can make us really sick. And there's, yeah, there's kind of like two ways um, society tells us, tries to paint us into these two boxes with anger where one, either we don't express it at all and we have to pretend it's not there or um, we get to hold on to anger and just be an angry person all the time. We're angry about politics. We're angry about um, the economic situation. We're angry about all these injustices that are going on in the world. And we walk around either holding that all the time and expressing it and everything, or we don't express it at all. And it's just kind of shoved down and pretend like it's not there. Either case, we're still really holding on <laughs> to this vibration of anger um, within ourselves all over the place. Anger is something that can absolutely be healed and chronic anger in particular. And the way that psychedelics can do this for us and teach us how to process our anger is it will help show us how anger is nothing to be afraid of. Anger is a natural response to it's a natural part of our emotional health. It's a, it's like our alarm system. It's mm. like our warning system. Yeah, we feel it when, like Sinclair was saying, that there is an injustice, whether it's in the world at large or it's to us personally. But it's letting us know when we're starting to feel angry about something that like, hey, something is not right here. A boundary's been crossed. An injustice has um, been done to us or is being done in the world or like something needs to change. So it's um, really useful in telling us where like, hey, this thing needs some attention. A lot of us, you know, in the society that we live in are really conditioned to, like John said a moment ago, remain kind of angry all the time or completely ignore the anger and uh, from example that I in my life for a long time I was like oh I don't get angry I'm never angry and I w was absolutely angry and I was using alcohol to numb that anger and harm and you know harm myself uh, like by being addicted to alcohol and I was like well I might be depressed I might be anxious but I'm not angry and really what the true thing was, was like my alarm bells were going off. My alarm bells were going off. I was very angry. And I, because I felt ashamed of it and I felt like it wasn't okay for me to feel that way as a woman, it wasn't, I could feel angry as a feminist, but I couldn't feel angry as a, as just like a woman. Mm. And so I think a lot of people end up channeling their anger through politics or like identity politics or social justice politics. Not that there aren't things to be, you know, righteously angry about, but 
it turns into a way for us to have a safe place because it's it's in our society like okay to be angry about politics but it's not okay to be angry at your father or <laughs> or you know angry at some you know some your boss or right, your friends like, or whoever um, I was kind of on the other end of the spectrum where um, I was angry about a lot of things and well I was angry there was a lot of anger anger just within my vibration and when something would make me angry I was like or I would get angry about something uh, I was disproportionately angry and when I expressed it oh well this is this is not right and I'm upset about this and this is not right and this is bullshit and blah, 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 all over the place um, the people around me kind of um, turned it into a joke where it was like funny and something to laugh at and kind of move on and never really be addressed so it was like really giving me permission to just be angry and no one no one ever asked me like well what are you really angry about and like why is this upsetting you so much and like what are you feeling underneath of that anger it was just kind of like okay well he's angry about this and we're just going to leave it at that so what is the reason to use psychedelics to heal anger the main reason is that psychedelic experience can interrupt the the sort of chronic habitual rut that we've developed in our brain and the psychedelic experience can interrupt that and kind of take you out of that and show you a different perspective it can give you a mindset shift mm. it can fill you with love and awe and understanding and compassion and all these really positive feelings around life itself and existence itself and consciousness and it helps us understand like the big picture of why we're here and what's going on with our own evolution as a species and as you know eternal beings it kind of it gives you a felt experience of mysticism that is helps you understand that okay i can separate myself from this anger i don't have to identify as angry i can i can feel anger but I don't have to be angry. Mm. And I, it's like the Hulk, you know, like when the Hulk gets angry, he transforms into like the smashy Hulk. And he's really just a nice, pretty nice guy. Like, you know, Bruce Bannon's pretty smart, pretty nice, like cool fella. But when he gets angry, he it's, that's a very apt expression of like what anger feels like. It's and this green monster that kind of takes over. Right. It's very apt in our like, well, we can see how it's commonly expressed in our language, right? We, you most commonly hear people say, I am angry right now. I am angry about this. I am angry with this person. I am angry. And if we stop to think about the language that we're using, it's like, okay, whatever the situation that we feel anger in regards to, we are not anger itself. We are not anger incarnate. We may feel angry at the time, but we are not becoming anger itself or not turning into the Hulk. Um, and that's really one of the things that like that psychedelics have really helped me personally with it is okay. Identifying not as the thing, but something that is that I'm feeling at the time. And a lot of times when we experience anger and we, so another thing that psychedelics can do is help us is help us connect to our anger if it's been repressed. Maybe we connect to an old trauma, maybe, you know, something that's been buried for a long time that has really hurt us or made us feel, you know, inferior, abused, betrayed, all of these things. The 
psychedelics take us into the pain to the root of it. So most of the time when, when anger is being expressed, what's underneath is true, like sadness and, you know, disappointment and just feeling like all of these other feelings that are fear is a big one. Um, and there, there are these feelings that we cover up with anger um, are generally looked at in our society as like feelings, weak feelings, right? So if you're feeling sad, if you're feeling afraid, if you're feeling lonely, if you're feeling hurt, if you're feeling abused, we have this connotation with a lot of those that this is like something a weak person does. But anger is this like, we perceive it as powerful. Um, and it's really kind of the opposite. It's like, it takes a strong, powerful person to admit, you know, man, I'm hurt. I'm upset about this. I'm, you know, feeling lonely or I'm feeling afraid. Um, and it takes, you know, not as strong of a person to just step into this false sense of power with anger and say, well, I'm mad about this. And um, it creates this, like, this feeling, this vibration that you're almost getting high off of. Um, but just like most things you get high off, anger is really, it really hurts us mostly, right? If you talk to most people, we really want to be joyous, happy, peaceful, vibrant people. And when we're angry, we're none of those things. All of those things are um, kind of put on the back burner and the anger takes the front seat. Um, the so, anger starts to drive the car is what happens. Right. <laughs> and um, yeah, anger is like when we are feeling angry at someone, even if we express it and get what our angry self wants, we're really mostly hurting ourselves because we're no longer in this peaceful, joyous, happy, vibrant state. We're in angry state, which is um, anyone who's felt angry is, it, you'll know it's not very pleasant to be feeling angry all the time. It's, it's much more pleasant to be feeling joyous and peaceful and happy and calm and so, serene. So the point of psychedelics is not to pretend like we never get angry or, mm. or, you know, I think there's sort of a misconception around healing with psychedelics where it's like, oh, once you take medicine, then like, goodbye, oh, don't leave. Like, I'll everything just be is... peaceful and happy all yeah, the time. <laughs> right, exactly. And really what it teaches you is how to manage anger, how mm. to manage depression, how to manage anxiety, how to separate yourself from these feelings and observe the feelings, allow the feelings to exist understand that how you feel is okay there you know feel the feeling without judgment and with anger in particular i think the the thing that i learned the most from the medicine was working with ayahuasca and san pedro together i connected to like a deep anger and rage that i had at my father and that was really fueling my addiction to alcohol and when i was able to uh, <laughs> Somebody is like really basic. Driving by with the, <laughs> the banging subwoofers. <laughs> um, when I was able to connect to that anger and feel it and, you know, acknowledge it and let myself really be overcome with that feeling in a safe environment, it, I felt it, I saw it, and then I was able to like release it and replace it with compassion and understanding and... I could not have replaced it with those positive feelings without feeling the negative, painful 
you know, the pain underneath the anger. And when, when we replace that, okay, when we have this like overwhelming large store backlog of anger um, from something that happened a long time ago, it's really easy when something, some small, even some small injustice comes into our lives to respond with a disproportionate amount of anger to it. It just completely overwhelms us. Um, and oftentimes that's letting us know that like, hey, there's a backlog of something you haven't dealt with that's making you angry. And when we can clear out that backlog, then we have more space in our being to process each of the little things that make us angry without becoming disproportionately angry. It's like, um, you know, we don't, if a package comes late and that makes us a little angry, but we're angry at our fathers from years ago, then all of that anger at our father comes out and spills out all over this little situation that's really um, not warranting such a huge response. And that's kind of the thing that you can do with, with psychedelics is you, you're handling the backlog. You're processing and feeling and releasing and moving on and letting mm -hmm. it go. And you don't have to continue to identify as I have an anger problem or I'm an angry person or, you know, people think that I'm angry. I mean, that's sort of the ways that angry people describe themselves when they come to heal and ceremony is like, I want to get rid of this. I mm. want to let this go. And I, mm. I know what it is. I don't know how to feel it. I don't know safe ways to feel it. So all of this working on around psychedelics, like it's a process and it's going to, you know, it takes time and it takes intention. I'm going to work on healing this feeling of anger. Like I want to learn how to process my anger. I want to learn how to feel it in healthy ways. Great. Like that is a great way to approach the medicine when you're working with anger. Another thing to keep in mind is that sometimes it is appropriate to be angry mm. and it is important to have a confrontation with someone about your problem with them. And the, you know, the, the tools that you can use to do that are working with medicine in, in like on like the big picture on a longer term basis. And then these kind of situations will come up where you feel angry and you need to do something about it. So how do you express anger in healthy ways? So one of the things that the medicine has taught me is that there can be some space between whatever the input is that generates this anger feeling and my output. So, okay, so something comes along and it, I, my response is, is to feel angry about it. Well, okay, like we were saying before, this is a messenger. This is letting me know like, hey, maybe there's some injustice here. So um, before, I used to really respond immediately and return that anger to whatever the situation was. Um, and now, um, with the increased awareness that I've garnered from sitting in ceremony, is that I can pause and I can start to think like, okay, well, like, is this a justified reason for being angry? Wh okay, if it is, then like, what's underneath this? What is underneath the anger? Do I feel upset? Do I feel wronged? Do I feel lonely? Do I, does, is this like bringing out some fear in me? What's going on underneath? And then I can ask myself, okay, like what do I want to see more of in this situation? How do I want to respond? So someone um, is being like thoughtless or not considering me and it's making me angry. Okay, let me pause underneath. Underneath of that, I'm feeling hurt. I'm feeling like neglected. I'm feeling um, left out or whatever it is. So, okay, so how can I respond to that situation that creates more 
um, connection creates more like um, togetherness creates more compassion. And then I can choose a response that's um, giving more of what I want to see in the situation rather than just responding with anger, which is going to do nothing but create more things to be angry about. I'm smiling because I was thinking about like what you described as sort of like a mental flow chart of mm. like, okay, go here. How do I feel about this? And then ask myself mm. this and then this. I really like that. Um, one thing that I have recognized that I never used to be able to do because I would just get so mad. And if I was mad, I was going to tell you about it right then. And mm. you were going to receive that and you were going to get in a fight. <laughs> and now... I'm much better at recognizing like, oh, I feel really angry. And then kind of asking like the child in me, like, you know, what's really wrong. And so often it's that my feelings are hurt and I feel, you know, disappointed or really just hurt. It's a lot of it is like emotional, like somebody hurt my feelings and that's okay. That like, so, and sometimes if somebody hurts your feelings in a way that's pretty shitty, like it's fine to be angry about it, but you don't have to take that anger and put it on someone else. Mm. John has a great story about the Buddha. Yeah. The, this. this, so this guy comes to the Buddha, his, the guy's son has become a disciple of the Buddha. And he's like, well, he had all these big plans for his son. He was going to take over his, um, empire of whatever it was. And now this guy's a monk. So he comes to the Buddha and is like, no one asked you to buy. He's really angry. And, the Buddha's like, well, hope you're well. Like, have a nice day. And doesn't phase the Buddha. And the guy's like, he storms off. He's pissed. He comes back a week later and he's like, I'm angry at you again. And at first I was angry about you about this thing at my son. Now I'm angry that, like, I came to you with this concern and I was really angry and you didn't even respond to it. And the Buddha says to him that, like, okay, well, it's like, anger is like a present. If you try to give me a present and I don't receive it, who does the gift now belong to? The guy's, well, naturally myself. He said, well, it's the same with anger. You try to give me the anger, I don't take it. You're the one holding the anger. And whoever's holding the anger is the one that's being hurt. So every time we go to express it on someone else, we have to bring it up and carry it and hold it. And whether that person accepts it or not, we are still holding the anger and it's doing a lot of damage to us. It's it's not um it's not a good vibration to hold. Uh, when we're angry all the time, it leads to physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual unwellness. If you think about when someone comes and dumps a bunch of anger on you, and you don't respond, that really makes them angry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. It, it, it's a very power so no response not engaging with someone is who response. is trying to make you angry or who's trying to give you their anger and you're like i don't accept that that like that's a boundary for me i'm not gonna i'm not gonna participate in this argument if you'll notice the next time an argument starts to happen if you remain calm keep your voice low it will diffuse it will because it takes two people to argue mm. now there are people who are just angry and they're going to put it on you, however, and they may not need you to argue back with them. <laughs> but hopefully you don't have those people in your life. And if you do, these practices and the um, work with psychedelics will help you not only manage your own anger, but manage anger with other people and in your relationships with mm. other people. And the main thing that helps me is, like, if I'm feeling really, really angry, 
I'm like, okay, I'm in it. I'm angry. I'm going to turn some music on and I'm going to work out really hard. Like, I'm going to make myself sweat. I might yell. I might, like, lift weights or do something really physical. I like to dance um, and move my body around. And, like, even just shaking, like, really just, like, moving that energy out of your body. Sometimes mm -hmm. I like to scream. The other day I was really mad and I screamed into a pillow while John get, let massage this, like, really sore point on my leg. And I was like, ah! And it helped. It really helped. And there's some more gentle, gentle things like yeah, deep like breathing. Breathing and singing and really anything that's moving energy, right? Mm -hmm. So every time we're inhaling, we're drawing in new energy. And every time we're exhaling, we're releasing old energy. And just the breathing or the singing does the same thing with our breath or the drumming, drumming or so all these things move energy. Um, putting... Doing something with your hands is so, like, any sort of craft or painting or art, like, doing something physical um, really helps to move energy that's within us. Um, there's this... <laughs> I was hearing from someone that um, in Japan, some places in work situations, they have these, like, anger rooms where it's, like, a punching bag and, like, a dummy and et cetera, et cetera, and just a padded room, and... Um, they tell the employees, like, okay, like, before you schedule the meeting with your boss, spend three to five minutes in this room, like, beating the absolute living shit out of the punching bag or the dummy or whatever it is. And after this place put in the put in the room, they saw, like, a huge, huge decline with number of, like, confrontational meetings had with the bosses. It's like, they released the energy, they moved on, they were able to, like, process it and didn't need to have a confrontation about it. Um, I love that. I think that's so great. We should all have an inner room. <laughs> like, I would put some smash, something I could smash. I like to smash. If I if I had opportunity, I don't like just go around smashing. <laughs> right, babe? Right. <laughs> um, there's another thing that the plants have really, like, taught me is, like, how to take ownership of my own feelings. Mm -hmm. So I used to, um, well, I would feel angry at some situation, and it would... I would immediately say, like, well, you made me angry, or they made me angry, she made me angry, he made me angry. And really, no one can make us angry until we give them that power, until we allow ourselves to be angered by something. Um, so when I'm feeling angry, the plants have taught me to look inward and to start to describe what's going on in I language rather than you, they, he, she language, and really to take ownership of my feelings and that I'm the one choosing to respond like this. I'm the one to um, allow myself to get angry. And um, a big thing that's come in its place when I, you know, when I sit with myself and I look at why I'm angry, why I'm like wanting to express that anger is normally because I'm hurt. And when, as I've been making this connection more frequently within myself, it allows me to have compassion for someone else who's treated me wrong, someone else who's been angry at me, someone else who's hurt my feelings, someone else who's like treated me with injustice. And I'm starting to realize that, okay, when I feel like doing that to someone else, it's normally because I'm hurt. There's something going on with me that like I haven't dealt with or I haven't like, um, you know, released or whatever. So when someone else is doing that to me, chances are that they probably have something going on within them that is hurt or they are insecure about or they feel afraid of or mm -hmm. something like this and it allows me to extend that same compassion that i'm extending to myself to this other person and not to 
immediately be hurt and angry by whatever it is they've done to me. Like, oh, well, this is probably someone who feels upset, who feels hurt, who feels small, who feels afraid. And, well, I don't want to be angry with them because that's going to only make them feel further that way, which is only going to make them respond in anger more. So if I can interject some compassion, some love, some understanding into that situation, then it can maybe create a new cause and effect loop that can <laughs> help to create a more beautiful world. It is also okay to cut that off out of your life. And that sometimes is a really difficult thing to do. I think anger and like when we have a relationship with anger where it feels wrong and we, it's kind of like Jong was saying, like it gets us high when we allow ourselves to feel it. It's much more difficult to step away from situations that are dramatic. Mm. You know, people are talking about like all the time, oh, drama, you know, I don't do drama. I don't, people who are saying I don't do drama. Mm. Love it. They love it. Drama. <laughs> and that is you know, when we continue cycles of like, okay, this person overstepped their, overstepped my boundary, but, but I'm going to continue to be in a relationship with them, even though they did this thing that isn't okay with me. We're really setting ourselves up to continue being triggered by this, this person or behavior. Right. It's that old saying, right? Like first time, shame on you. Okay. Second time, shame on me. <laughs> and it's hard to, when you are in a place of not feeling confident in yourself, when you feel like you are in a scarcity vibration where you like need from other people, it's hard to step up and say, actually, no, you're not allowed to treat me like that. And I don't have to accept that. And I can continue on my life without having to continue having interactions with you. And that's okay too. The thing that's important is how we express our our feelings to the other person. And we want to do that in compassion and kindness and, you know, with clarity and explaining like, you know, you hurt my feelings. Not I'm angry at you and I never want to see you again. It's, it's really easy when someone crosses our boundary and we feel angry about it and rightfully so to immediately take that anger and respond, you da 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 da, how dare you, you this and you that and you that. Um, it's a lot more difficult, but also a lot gentler both to ourselves and to the other person and um to say okay like okay i have this boundary you've crossed it i'm no i'm not allowing this relationship in this way in my life so just to let you know this is how you hurt me and i don't i don't accept that and that comes across so much better than you da 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 because as soon as we start with the you da 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 it immediately, well, when someone does this to us, right, it immediately makes us defensive and it immediately turns us into attacking back the same way. So when someone's gentle and kind and compassionate but still firm in the boundaries, it gets the message across without creating another situation, without putting more anger, without putting more hostility into the world. So when we sit with plant medicine and psychedelics, we interrupt this pattern that we have in place and then we get a chance in our lives to practice this new way of expressing anger, this new way of asking for what we need from people, this new way of feeling anger. And in that process and the magic of plants, they are also rewiring our brains and growing neurons and changing our pathways in our brains to really make it easier every time that we 
do this new behavior where we're like, okay, I'm not going to hulk out. I'm going to Bruce Banner. I'm going to keep it cool. I'm going to keep it calm. Mm -hmm. And we're literally rewiring our brain with these medicines. And like everything that we talk about with psychedelics and psychedelic integration, it's a practice oh. that takes practice. <laughs> oh, and it's, um, well, it's really interesting. Like the plants have showed me that really the way I treat everyone else is, believe it or not, always a little bit nicer than I treat myself. Mm -hmm. So when I can stop, um, and the plants really teach me how to stop being angry and harsh and um, unkind towards myself. Uh -huh. And when I'm able to um, turn compassion and love inward, and the more I practice that, um, the easier it becomes to share that with the rest of the world, regardless of what's happening on their side of the street. I think that is about all we have to share about anger today. Yeah, so thanks for joining us. Um, we're excited to see you every week where we talk about some facet of integrating our psychedelic lessons into our lives and what that looks like for us. And we're hoping that um, these podcasts can be helpful for you along your journey. You can also learn more about us on our website at mysticalheartcollective.com. And we have an online course called the Psychedelic Integration Academy, and it's open for enrollment for February. So if you're interested in doing more of this kind of fun work, but in, you know, a nerdy school setting with worksheets and homework and all that fun stuff, we'd love to hear from you. So feel free to get in touch. Follow us on Instagram, Mystical Heart Collective, Facebook at Mystical Heart Collective, and we'll see you next week. All right, y'all. Peace. Bye.